have found another episode of Speakernomics, the podcast about becoming a better speaker and building a better business. I'm your host, Tom Singer, and today we are going to talk about cognitive tools that are going to help you more business and charge more money. And I think those are two things that all speakers who are listening to this podcast want to do. And today our guest is Dr. Marie Kay. Hi, Marie. Welcome to Speakernomics. Hi, Tom. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to be here. It's quite a, quite, quite a privilege. Thank you. So, Marie, what are two tips that you have for speakers on booking more business and charging more? Well, to book more, we're going to talk about um, the, the uh, trust hormone, which is in the brain. And to charge more, we're going to talk about a relatively new branch of neuroscience called physical intelligence. Wow, all of this sounds really smart, and you have a PhD, and you are all about neuroscience, and I am not that smart, so I'm going to have to ask a lot of questions so that I can guide myself and the audience through everything that you are going to tell us today. For those of you who do not know Dr. Marie Kay, she teaches people just how to use their brain so that they can accomplish anything that they want. You know what? She says that we all have the tools that we need inside of us to be successful, and what she does is she shows people how to use those tools. She is an executive coach and a teacher and an educator, and she helps people like speakers and trainers and entrepreneurs and executives really unlock their brain and achieve more. So let's dive into that first tip. Marie, you said that to book more business, to book more business, we have to explore upping the trust hormone. I don't even know what the trust hormone is. <laughs> okay. I was going to start with let's meet your brain, but we can go straight to the trust hormone if you want. Sure. No. Yeah. Let's uh, let, let's go straight to the trust hormone, and then I'll come back with trust your brain. So there are dozens of brain-based power tools which we already all possess <clears throat> to help us. In this case, book more, and it can be these tools can be triggered and learned and applied in a very short period of time. It's, it's not brain science. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yes, it is. Well, it is brain science, <laughs> but it's a relatively easy form of brain science. So this tip, because we're talking about booking more, we're talking about building relationships, this tip is all about activating your social brain about making a strong social connection with a prospective client. To do that, we're going to stimulate a chemical messenger, a neuroregulator, and a hormone that acts as a neurotransmitter. Now, those are all scary words, but basically we're going to stimulate oxytocin, or as some people call it, the trust hormone. Okay. It's produced in the hypothalamus, which is an almond-shaped size region deep inside our brain. Now, what does this trust hormone do? And how can it help you book more? Well, first of all, this trust hormone is involved in social behavior. And booking more clients, of course, is all about improving our social behavior and creating strong trust relationships. Second of all, the trust hormone can help boost connect, uh, connectedness. Again, important to booking more clients to have that connection with another person. 
And second, uh, third of all, it decreases fear and anxiety. So we're more relaxed when we're talking to a potential client and they then feel more relaxed and we're not anxious. And finally, the trust hormone stimulates positive social interactions. And of course, positive social interactions have a much higher chance of resulting in positive outcomes. In this case, more bookings. So that is so interesting because for my whole career, I have spoken about how do we connect with people in a world where everybody's on their phone? How do we get back to basic relationships? I didn't realize for 15 years as a speaker that there were actually brain chemicals involved in building that trust, making that connectiveness. So let's take this into a little bit of layman's terms. If you were working with me, if I was a client saying, hey, I want to book more you know, help me, Marie, how do I do that? What would you have me do to be able to boost the oxytocin? Is that something I'm doing in my brain or is it something I'm doing in my client's brain or both? Well, we can, we can do both. <laughs> so <clears throat> let's explore ways to boost this trust hormone, first of all, in your own brain. And even more importantly, I think, how to boost it in your prospective client's brain. So let's start with you, right? Before you meet with a prospective client, either in person or virtually, here's one thing you can do to increase your own levels of the trust hormone to help you bond, reduce barriers, anxiety, and boost your connectedness with that new client. And it's music. Interesting. Like if I put on the Beach Boys, I'm going to be a little more comfortable and sell better. Well, it now it, it depends. For example, studies show that listening to slow tempo music, it's got to be slow tempo music, increases oxytocin levels in our brain. So you can listen to slow tempo music. It can be slow rock. It can be slow country. It can be slow pop. It can be slow classical music, as long as it's slow tempo music. But there's one thing that's even better than listening to music <clears throat> to increase your oxytocin levels, and that is sing along. <laughs> so my last name is Singer, but nobody really wants to hear me sing. My, my voice doesn't really carry really well as, as a singer. Well, you can just then sing along. <laughs> Change your name. Research has found, and by the way, the research that we're talking about here is all neuroscience-supported research. Okay, so research has found that singing for 30 minutes significantly increases your oxytocin levels. So, what would I recommend? for you and your brain to book more clients would be to listen to slow tempo music and sing along for about 30 minutes before you make a connection, before you meet, reach out, whatever, to that new client. So that is, that is so interesting because I'm already thinking about like, you know, what music would I put on? I, I joked about the Beach Boys, but they've got some good slow tempo beach songs. Uh, but also, I mean, is this something that like is classical music going to be better? Although there's no words usually. 
No, I think it's any music. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you could. I guess, uh, you know, some classical music has words, but you'd have to learn whatever language it's in, so that may not be an option. But I think any slower tempo music, uh, you can hum along, but obviously singing along is, is the optimum way to sort of get your brain ready. And as I said, these tools are there. They're like free in your brain. You've got them already. We just don't really, well, first Oh, we're never taught about this in school, uh, whether it's in elementary school or high school or college. This is rarely taught, but this is all available out there uh, for you to just use, apply, and really boost whatever goal it is you have. And by the way, if you don't know how to set a goal, your brain can help you do that too. But that's for another show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before I make the call and I talk to that potential client, I'm going to listen to some slow tempo music and I'm going to sing along, you know, to my favorite Beach Boys tune. And then what do I do to boost their oxytocin so that we're on that uh, same level? That's very good. So the weight now, what can you do to boost theirs? So they sign with you. Okay. To boost the trust hormone in your clients, here's one thing that is actually very powerful to do. You give a gift, you send a gift. Um, receiving gifts has been shown to raise oxytocin levels in the receiver. Now you have to be, you have to do your homework here a little bit. Okay. You have to be careful. You know, you, the best kind of book, in my opinion, the best kind of gift, in my opinion, is a book. So you do your research, you do your home, uh, your homework, you find out what your prospective client, what their interests are and so on. And then you send a book, but you send a physical book. You don't send an ebook. You send something that they can hold on to, that they can hold. And that is sort of by way of introduction, if it's the first time you're going to meet them. And, it, and that, they open that package, their anticipation, their brain hormones are going, you know, the oxytocin levels rising, they reach for that book, and it, it's a feel-good moment for them. It's a moment in which they connect with you on a, on a neuro level. So raising your own and your client's levels of the brain, uh, brain's trust hormone will help you, you know, and all you have to do is, as I say, just use your brain. <laughs> it's already all, it's already there. <laughs> so a lot of speakers have written their own books. Is sending the book that you wrote as good as finding a book that would be something along their interest lines? Or is it better to send something that might be customized to that specific client so they don't think, well, he sends a book to everybody? Well, I think it really depends on, in this case, you have to really do a little bit of homework here and make sure that you're sending what, what is appropriate to that person. You know, uh, yes, personalizing something is always good, you know, uh, signing something, whatever. But I think just sending something that, that falls into the interests of, those, of your client, it could be your own book. I mean, if this is what you're going to be talking about, terrific. If not, it could be about a hobby. It could be about, uh, you know, history. It could be, uh, if, they're, if they're into sort of science fiction, it could be the latest science fiction novel. I mean, whatever. You have to do a little work here. But I think in the end, it, it pays off. It will, it will pay off. It, you will be remembered. And there will be a bond already, even before you sit down for that first meeting. So I have a client who had huge success to taking an idea that I gave them during the pandemic and then processing it through their own brain and creating their own deal. And that was 
they were baking a lot during the pandemic. She was home. She had a bunch of kids. She was baking a lot and she worked in a specific industry and she had cookie cutters that matched that industry. So one day she took out those cookie cutters that she had received as a gift and never used. And she made all of these industry specific cookies. And then she frosted them and bought little teeny boxes that held like one cookie and then patted them and mailed them out to all of her clients saying, I'm baking too much. I'll weigh 300 pounds. If I eat them all, please enjoy <laughs> this cookie. And the cookie was related to their industry. And she said a hundred percent of the people she mailed a cookie to responded and not just with like a text that said THX, but they actually called her and had conversations about dealing with the stress of being home with the kids and, and things like that. And so she sent a gift and a hundred percent of the people responded by phone, you know, and had conversations with her. So is that because the oxytocin went up in their brain? Exactly. And it's, it's, you've connected with this other person, a stranger. And I think, and you pointed, you made a very good point at the very beginning of this conversation, Tom, you said that we live in this sort of virtual world where everything is, you know, screen time and texting and, uh, and by sending something physical, uh, and, and I commend her that was uh, inspired to send something personal, but yet unique to the client that, that really gets people's attention and it does connect and it builds trust. People say, well, they took the time to learn about me. And, you know, we all want people to notice us and what we're interested in. So it does. It's very powerful. So your second tip was about getting more money. When you get the business, you want to charge more. And you said there's a thing called physical intelligence. What is physical intelligence? Okay. So Raising your fees is usually much easier and more comfortable, more authentic, um, if you know how to use the cognitive power tools already available. So, for example, charging more, it, for, in most cases, for clients, charging clients more means developing a value mindset, valuing yourself as worthy to command a higher fee. It involves sort of personal cognitive self-confidence, believing that you can deliver what that higher fee promises, okay? So these are all brain, this all happens in your brain, right? Your value mindset happens in your brain. There are ways to boost that. Your confidence is boosted only in your brain, uh, or in your brain. But removing self-sabotage is important to uh, charging more. Things like, getting rid of that imposter syndrome once and for all, or the fear of failure. So there are a dozen powerful cognitive tools that will have you charging more very quickly, 30 days. But here is one of the most powerful, um, and it's one of my favorites. I think it's the most powerful, and it's one of my favorites. It's a relatively new branch of neuroscience called physical intelligence. Okay. So it's the unique connection between our body and our brain that significantly improves our confidence and allows us to rise to more ambitious challenges. Okay. So let, let me explain. It's the connection between our physical senses and our mental state. So once those are aligned, you really have turned on a pretty powerful tool. So let's turn it on and let's get it working and let's see how you can start to use it to charge more. 
All right. So let's let's use me as an example. How can I charge more, Marie? Okay. Well, (laughs) the first thing is to start using symbols that that identify what it is that you want to accomplish. Symbols are things that we see. Right. It's our vision that sees a symbol, but it's our brain that interprets it. So in the case of wanting to charge more, my simple suggestion here is change your screensavers to something that symbolizes what it is that you would like to accomplish, that that speaks to you, that is a symbol to you of charging more. It could be something as simple as, you know, a picture of a checkbook. Uh, It could be something as simple as a pile of dollar bills, but you could get more creative. It could be a goal that you are trying to reach and need to charge more to get there. It could be more family time. It could be uh, a better balance. Like whatever that symbol is for you, put that on your screen as a screensaver. Put it on your phone, your your you know your um, tablet. Put it on your laptop. And every time your brain sees that, the vision, the physical, will connect with the cognitive, and it will help you to feel more confident and more secure but there are other things we can do so so is this like if someone was listening right now to the speakernomics podcast and on their phone they had the logo of speakernomics and in the logo the first s actually has been stylized as a dollar sign is that what we're talking about listening to speakernomics is going to help them make more money that s is a symbol that the brain is interpreting like what you just said that S is very much a symbol. And of course, the information that you're offering is all very positive, uplifting, and valuable. It's, it's very, it, you know, it's something you can do right now. Every one of your podcasts is something, it has actionable items in it, right? Do this right now. So we, we, tell, um, we tell everybody that this is the podcast that's going to teach you to make more money as a professional speaker. So go look at the logo, everybody. We're not messing around. <laughs> Apparently, we had brain science happening when we designed the logo. You totally have brain science happening when you design the logo. It's inspired. Um, another thing. Oh, let, can I just do a little aside on the symbolism thing? Sure. Okay. Sometimes you're stuck for an idea, right? It happens. You're trying to think of something to do, something creative that you need to get done, and you're stuck. Well, one of the ways to get unstuck, believe it or not, is to take your, your desk lamp or whatever lamp you have and take the shade off. And look at the bulb, because light bulbs are symbols of creativity. It's like the, aha, I got an idea. It's that moment. So that's a little aside, but that just shows you another way that physical intelligence can be used. Interesting. It's connecting the physical with the cognitive. Um, here's another one, because I think trying to charge more money is um, very challenging for many people. There's a, there's a huge fear factor in there. So before you go to speak to a potential client and lay on them that you're going to, here's my fee, take a five minutes to do a power pose. Now, a power pose is you standing up in a wide stance, right? Well, <laughs> that's a strong man. <laughs> With your arms wide, 
Okay, and just and look at yourself in a mirror. It's important for you to see yourself and just stand that way. That's a powerful pose. It's you're open, you're strong, you're not cringing, your head isn't down, you're not looking. That will help to boost, connect the physical power with your cognitive ability to reach that power level. So if just doing that gives you that sort of it's transformative if you're at all concerned or worried. Okay. All right. So, so you got anything else? I've got a third one, which is kind of fun. I like this one. All right, go ahead. Uh, in order to feel more confident about charging more, find yourself, the, this, is, this is called my big mug hack. Find yourself the biggest coffee mug or cup you can find. You don't have to fill it full, but put it on your desk, okay? Neuroscience research has found that just holding a huge oversized mug boosts cognitive confidence. And the more cognitive confidence you have, the better you'll feel about charging more. I'm reminded of the TV show Friends when they used to go have coffee at Central Perk. They had these giant coffee cups so i guess that yeah, suddenly they, they and they and all of those actors charged a lot per episode i think they were each paid several million dollars per episode it was because of the big coffee cups now let's talk for a minute about that's how you boost your confidence level so you can charge more now let's let's see how you can use physical intelligence to get your client to feel more comfortable about paying you more and accepting your higher fee again it's the connection between the body and the brain right if you're seeing them in person, and again, please, everybody, be safe. <laughs> Don't go see people in person if it's not, if you can't. But if you're going to see them in person, make sure you bring a warm cup of coffee and hand it to them. Because people holding something that's warm in their hands will begin to feel warm towards you. If you hand them something cold, don't hand them like an ice drink because that will chill their feelings towards you. So warm things are always reflected in a person's cognitive approach to you. If they're holding something warm, their connection to you will be warmer. Another thing to do, and this can be done whether you're seeing somebody in person physically, and again, everyone, please be safe, or whether you're doing something virtually or sending it through the mail. Weight, the weight of something, is a very important symbol for our brain and for our confidence. So, for example, if you're going to send a proposal to somebody, let's assume we're not meeting them physically just yet. Let's assume it's going to go, we're sending them our proposal with our fee sheet and so on. Make sure, first of all, don't send it by email. Put it in a folder, print it out, and put it in a heavy folder. Not a manila folder, not a, but put it in one of those, you know, leather-bound kind of it can be full leather, it's okay, but put it in something that has weight to it, okay? Because the physical weight of your proposal, okay, triggers an interconnected mental and emotional association and influences the person's opinion about your value and your importance, and by extension, your price. Fascinating. So the heavier something is, 
the more value it's is assigned to it by the receiver. Interesting. All right, we've only got a couple of seconds left. Before we got started, we talked about the two tips that you had, but you told me you had a couple of bonus tips for people. I do. So, I do have a couple of bonus tips. So, so let's really quick share the bonus tips because everybody who's listening right now is hungry to go out there and connect better so that they can book more and charge more. Okay. Well, bonus tip number, and this is all about how to turn your home office into a place where you can actually achieve stuff. And I don't care if you're sitting on the, you know, uh, at the edge of the dining room table, or if you're somewhere in the basement, there are things you can do to your home office to really boost your brain power and book more, charge more. So the first thing is keep a dish of mints on your desk and eat one before you speak to a client. The reason for that is that peppermint, the scent of peppermint has been shown to really give us more energy and make us feel just like, you know, we can, we can challenge the world. In fact, it was used in many California schools to get students were given mints before exams and their scores went up. So it really has a cognitive effect. Just a dish of mints, keep some in your car, in your purse, in your pocket, whatever. Um, another thing, to feel more relaxed in your home office, get rid of any sharp, pointy objects. Anything sharp and pointy is anxiety. So take the pencils off your desk, put them away in a drawer, and instead put some round shapes around you. For example, a round dish for your paper clips, a round picture frame, uh, a couple of round basketballs, whatever, you know, baseballs. So all of these things are great. So mints actually can double because most rent mints are going to be round. There you go. Look at you. And what a mathematician, right? <laughs> Um, another thing too is many of us just forget we don't about breathing. Breathing is important. I'm not going to give you a breathing exercise, but I am going to say put a live plant somewhere in your office. Um, the research from the Federal Clean Air Council shows that plants really do improve oxygen levels, and oxygen is so important for for our clarity of thinking for our brain. Uh, let's see one more. Sure. Temperature. Okay. Um, our brain is very sensitive to its temperature. Okay. Any heat stress lowers our scores on physical and intellectual tasks. So the optimum temperature that your brain likes is somewhere around 70 degrees. So try not to keep it too hot or too cold. That's keep it around that 70 mark. So for those of us who live in Texas, too bad. Our brains aren't going to be happy for the next few months. But uh, but for those of you up in the north, maybe you can get by with that, that 70 thing. So this has been a lot of fun and a lot of little things to think about. Not like one big thing, but there's like a lot of little things that if you do, it's going to help you be more confident. It's going to help you uh, connect better with people. It's going to help you be more relaxed, have a little less imposter syndrome. And if you do all these little things, it's going to lead to more business and more success. So Dr. Marie Kay, thank you so much for being with us here on Speakernomics. So if somebody wants to find you, where can they do that? JustUseYourBrain.com. And um, if you want to reach out to me, you can just text me 954-815-4148. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for everybody who tuned in and listened. 
Speakernomics has crossed the six-month birthday. That's right. We started it right at the first part of January. We are now well into mid to late July. And so we have crossed that six-month route, and we aren't stopping anytime soon. There are many, many more episodes of Speakernomics coming, but there is a whole backlog. There's like 25 episodes behind this one, so you can binge listen anytime you want because there is so much great information. So join us every single week right here so that you can get more thoughts, ideas, and actionable information on how to make more money as a professional speaker. And always remember the motto of this podcast, speak, get paid, repeat. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.